Hello there. Welcome or welcome back to the MomStrong podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Johnson, creator of the MomStrong Method and full-time speaker and coach for working moms who decided to stop believing her own bullshit in order to live her best life. I give it to you straight. I hold you to always being your best self, and I can't wait to help you craft your life into something perfectly imperfect. Tune in each week as I share tips, tricks, and motivation for balancing family, a job, and trying to get healthy. I am so glad you're here. So today's episode, I'm not asking about what restaurant, girlfriend, not saying where do you eat most often. Oh yeah, I go to McDonald's. <laughs> no, today I am asking how, where, how can we get you eating more intentionally and sharing the reasons why intentionally eating your food, no matter what kind of food it is, is really, really, really important. So Obviously, we know that like if you're running in between meetings and grabbing bites, or you're hitting the drive through and eating on the way to soccer practice. It's not the best, right? Because you're probably eating less mindfully than you would if you were sitting at a table with your feet flat on the ground eating on an actual plate. So I want to share some tips and tricks about how to eat more intentionally and why it matters. So I the, the biggest thing that adds up calorie wise, typically, for working moms is the bites, the licks, the tastes off of the kids' ice cream cone or the finishing up the chicken nuggets or having a few of their french fries. And a lot of the time, this isn't even done mindfully. It's literally a habit. Like you're cleaning up, you're picking up some of the dishes of your, you know, your two-year-old. And as you're walking to the dishwasher, you're just like scraping up the scraps, right? So, the book that I um, that I originally heard this from was the the book Women, Food, and God by Janine Roth, and it's not if you're not into the whole God thing, it's not super Christian like slanted. Um, so if that was if you're like oh I'd never read that, give it a shot. It's a really good book and it talks about emotional eating. But she has um, ten different rules of for eating, and one of them is to eat without distraction. So how often do you find yourself at the drive-thru? And even before you even pull out, you already have the burger unwrapped and you're looking left and right and you're not eating intentionally. Or maybe you're running to the kid's soccer game and so you are grabbing food, you're running out the door, it's three bites there, a handful of Cheerios later and you're running out the door. Or maybe it's at your desk, you're at work, you're sitting there right now listening to this at your desk and you're in between emails, you're picking up phone calls, or you're scratching off some things off your to-do list while you're eating. Or even if you had, maybe for you, it's sitting at the conference table at work or at dinner at night, and you're on your phone, you're on Instagram, you're reading the paper while you're doing it, you're reading a book while you're doing it. How often do you eat without distractions? And it's probably pretty rare. And for the record, I don't count distractions as like family time. So if you're sitting there really engaging with the people around you, like that's the best kind of distraction. I'm not saying you have to be a monk and go to the corner and eat by candlelight by yourself in order to make this work. But where do you eat most often? And that's honestly where the bites, the licks, the taste, the things that you just look up and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't even remember eating that meal. They add up and not only on your waistline. Yes, absolutely on your waistline. For me, the biggest 
the biggest issue with that was dinner time, where I would get home and I would be too hungry because I probably hadn't eaten enough carbohydrates at lunch, and I would be starving. And so I would have a little snack here, and then I'd be cooking dinner for the family, and then I'd have a little bite or a lick or a taste here. And then I'd be dropping it off on the table, and I'd have a couple more bites. And then by the time I sat down, then I was like, I hadn't even remembered that I had had these bites. And I was sitting down then to a meal, and I was scrolling on my phone, or I was reading a book, or I was, you know, scolding the dog from trying to eat food off the table. And I'd look up, and the meal would be done for whatever portion I put on my plate, but I wouldn't even remember it. And so what I, my challenge for you, and this is going to be a shorter episode, but my challenge for you is to learning to slow down and eat more intentionally. And so it's really important, not only, especially if you were eating at your desk, or you are even eating at the conference table or the lunchroom at work, and you're scrolling on your phone, your brain needs a flip and break, you guys. There's a really great episode on the Living Experiment podcast called Ultradian Rhythm Breaks. And this is something that's so... You're, your brain, like your brain cannot handle it. It's like a computer where it only has so much RAM to it. I'm sure it's not RAM. Is it RAM? I don't know. It only has so much memory right now that you can access to before it just starts getting foggy and cluttered. And I'm sure you feel this, that maybe you feel like you should be having a lunch break, but you're ticking things off the list and you're not giving yourself a damn break. And it's not only impacting your waistline because you're eating mindlessly, probably more than what you would be eating and probably foods that if you were eating more mindfully, you wouldn't be choosing to eat like low nutrient dense foods, but you're also not giving your brain that break. And I love when things have like more than one reason behind them. It's not just like, well, if you want to lose weight, eat mindfully. It's like, no, if you want to make better decisions, be less irritable, have better digestion, eat more mindfully. And what mindful eating, the ideal is sitting at a table with your feet flat on the ground, eating off of a plate without a phone or a book or a newspaper in front of you. That's the ideal. Because then you can be really present with the people you're around or just with yourself and the food that you're eating and how it tastes, how it feels. Is it even good? When I started doing this, I started realizing that I was like, man, I would just eat food to eat food to like fill the void. And that can be a really fucking dangerous slope, as you know, when you start eating food just to fill the void. Because if that void is stressed out and hasn't had a break and is tired and is crabby, what are you going to fill that void with? Probably something that's really high in sugar, really high in fat, has very low nutrient density, and just fills the void for that time being. Whereas when you stop and you think about what you're eating, how you're eating it, you're actually taking a breath. You're letting your brain stop processing and just feel into your body because that's the biggest thing with meditation and movement and eating intentionally. You tune into your body. You go back to ground zero. You feel how you're stressed out or how you're breathing a little bit shallow or how you are really irritable. It lets you tune into that so that you can then say, as Rachel Hollis says, same you, new mood. You can have that exact same experience where you're running out the door and you're eating unintentionally and you finished half your dinner in the car on the way home when honestly eating should take, I mean, 10, 15 minutes, maybe, unless you're at a restaurant. Obviously, that's different. But my hope is when you're at a restaurant, your phone is down and you're being intentionally hanging out with the people that you're with anyways. But... 
I really challenge you. And if you're willing to take that challenge, you you screenshot this episode and tag me on social media and say, I'm up for the challenge for five days during your work week. If you are used to sitting at your desk or mindlessly eating something on the go, tag me, let me know if you're up for the challenge. I want to challenge you to eat more mindfully and don't eat unless you are sitting at a table with your feet on the ground and distractions down. So no phone, no newspaper, people read the newspaper anymore? I don't even know. No book, none of that. And that will stop you then once you start building that habit where you're like, no, I'm not eating intent. I'm not sitting down right now to eat. I'm not not in your car. I'm not sitting down with no distractions. That will stop the bites, the licks, the taste, the cleaning up of the plate, because you train yourself to go, oh, no, I'm not sitting down. So I'm not eating. I only eat when I'm sitting down and I'm not distracted and I'm present with what I'm putting in my body, how it makes me feel, how I feel. And I'm letting myself just re sat for a couple minutes. So do you see how like multi-layered this is? It's not just about like slowing down and not eating the bites and licks and tastes. It's about being more mindful, listening to your body, resetting your brain and giving you that space. And it's so important. It totally relates to your weight loss, but also just to your overall mental health, where if you think about it, if you took three intentional breaks a day, where you took 10 to 15 minutes to sit down Tune into your mind, tune into your body, take some deep breaths, eat your food intentionally. And then when you weren't doing that, you weren't unintentionally chugging down a sugary filled latte or eating 10 chicken nuggets off your kid's plate or running around and grabbing a handful of this as you run through the break room. If you trained yourself to only eat intentionally when you were sitting down, mindfully eating, it'd be a flipping game changer. So if you're up for it, tag me on social media. I want to cheer you on, screenshot the episode. And I just challenge you, I challenge you to slow down and to eat more intentionally. Cool. I know you can do it. I know you can do it. I double dog dare you to do it. Okay, so um, I want to remind you some fun ways you can work with me. First of all, if you're like, man, I need more of this in my life. And or if you're a person who's like, I'm totally going to do this, Jen. And then you find by like Wednesday, you completely forgot. That's what you need me in your life for. I would love to be your coach. I would love for you to be a mom strong method one on one client. And the reason is, is that I don't let you forget when Thursday comes. I'm all up in your biscuits. That sounds gross. I'm all up in your business. Uh, making sure you are doing the things that you promised you would and not letting you forget and helping you build those habits so that you can do them sustainably every single day. And if you want some more of that, whether your goal is weight loss or it's time management or it's a beautiful nighttime routine or it's eating better or moving better or better mental health, I am here for it. So everyone needs a coach and I would be honored to be yours. You can email me at jennifer at crafterlifecoaching.com or reach out on social media to get more information. I highly screen my clients. So even if you reach out and if it's not a good fit, I promise you, I will tell you it's not a good fit. I will not waste your time or investment just to get you invested. I promise you, I will always, if you are accepted as a client, it will be a game changer for you and you will be in the exact right spot. 
Second thing is, if you live in the Twin Cities or around the area, I would love to come and speak to your group about creating all-in partnerships at home with your kids and your spouse and making that a really seamless relationship. I also want to talk about building resiliency when life hands you left turns and also how to become mom strong, how to become literally a strong, resilient, empowered mom in this world. I'm speaking to groups, conferences, and more that would benefit from these empowering tools and messages. And if you're like, man, I know someone, or I want you to come talk to my mops group or to my chamber group or whatever it is, reach out, send me an email, Jennifer at craftyourlifecoaching.com. I would be honored to come and speak. And last, my friend, please don't make me remind you, it's embarrassing. Every episode I ask you, are you a part of the free MomStrong Facebook group? I'm in there every single day, loving you all, supporting you all, answering your questions, popping on with live motivation, giving you tips and tricks, and helping you reach those big and small goals that you have for your life, whether it's just drinking more water, getting better sleep, or maybe you have a giant weight loss goal or a giant career goal. I would love to have you in the group to support you. You can find me on social media on Facebook at Jennifer Tiggis, T-I-G-G-E-S Johnson. Find me there. Shoot me a friend request look at the banner on my Facebook page, and you'll find a link there. And as always, you can find me at jennifer.t.johnson on Instagram, Jennifer Tiggis Johnson on Facebook. If you have ideas for future topics or questions you want answered, shoot me an email, man. I am I am an open book, my friend. If you're like, hey, how do I get over this? Or this is a stumbling block for me. Let me know. I'm listening into what you guys are saying every single day, especially in the free Facebook group. I'm tuning in. I'm creating content for you. I'm putting out episodes that will hopefully help you find really easy ways that when done consistently make a huge impact on your life and health. And remember, your mom's strong. You are worth every dream you have. And I'm here in your corner cheering you on and believing you even before you believe in yourself. Massive love to you.